this morning. Yeah. Uh, I was like, surprise, I'm running late. I'm like, hey, same. I'm literally still sitting on the couch in my underwear. Haven't gotten dressed yet. I still had like six minutes left in the episode, and oh I'm still writing God. notes. And like, I was thinking, I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm going to finish the episode. I got to brush my teeth. I got to put deodorant on. I got to get dressed, and I got to get, get out the door. Finished the episode, put deodorant on, threw some clothes on, and I'm out. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. I don't think I brushed my teeth. Oh, that's okay. But it, it's probably better because we're, we're sitting a little yeah. further away from right. each other today. If we sound a little different, we are not in No Hugging, No Learning World Headquarters. We're actually in a satellite campus uh, right now of our world headquarters. So if we, if we sound a little different, I don't know, maybe we sound better. Let us know. At yeah. No Hugging is how you can tweet at us uh, or you can send an email to no hugging, no learning show at Gmail. Dot com. Yeah. Did you sign in with an S8, by the way? What do you mean? I got a security notification. That's all we get in our, uh, in our Google. Uh, in our I did. Okay. I it think? must have been a new sign in. I was like, that's probably Ted. Yes, it was I on doubt, my phone. Yeah. I doubt we're getting hacked immediately. Yeah. The <laughs> reason being, because yeah. this rolls right into our news. As of last week, last week's episode should have been the first, and this week's episode obviously would be the second. Should be episodes that should push immediately to Apple Podcasts, to Stitcher, to every podcast and app and platform that you can so think we are of. So you've searched for us on yes. Apple. We're there. Yes, right. we are there. We are, on, we are on Stitcher. We are on Spotify. We are on Google Podcasts. Uh, since we're on Google Podcasts, should I still submit to Google Play Music? Because I think it's the same. I guess. I guess. And you know what? Oh. We were, I, I don't know. I mean, th- this is a separate entity, but um, so it's okay to talk about. Uh, I heard that uh, my my last podcast, I heard that was good. We were on iHeart. We're on iHeart Media. Oh, awesome. Or we're on okay. the iHeart Radio app. There you go. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I mean, like, it, it's it takes a few days to now uh, get the say, confirmation, I guess. Yeah. But yeah. But we're on there. Okay. Now we can say just we're everywhere. Wherever yeah. you listen to podcasts, yeah, listen I, to No I, Hugging. I think it's... Like I said, like I ranted about in the last episode, I get my podcasts... <laughs> The old-fashioned way with an RSS feed. Yeah, you old man. Yeah, no I, one does that. Are you serious? Like what? I I just search for it. Yeah. Like if well, I, I if that, I have yeah. to go to a site, copy the RSS URL, yeah. paste that in, and then I'm subscribed. It's just easier to type in the name of the show, click it, click subscribe. I just don't let any conglomerate say, "Oh, this is not iTunes. Guess I can't listen to it." Yeah. Well, the the good thing, <laughs> <laughs> good thing about that is there's so many apps that just pull from the iTunes yeah. directory and the Apple Podcast directory. Yeah. Uh, but there are a few that have their own directories. There's a cast. There's Blueberry. They, I just learned all these the last couple of days because I went on a uh, RSS submitting spree yeah. for our show. Sweet. Um, but yeah, we're on the iHeartRadio app. We are uh, on Apple Podcasts as of a few days ago. Um, there's a, f- a lot more like smaller ones too. Yeah. Uh, Player.fm. Um, oh, tune in. Are we on tune in? I, was, I think we were I, on TuneIn. I don't think we're on TuneIn yeah. yet. I wanted to ask you if you wanted to get on TuneIn. Why not? Like you're saying, okay. everywhere. Right, we got Blueberry, it's, Raspberry, yeah. Boysenberry, it, Snozberry. It, it's a much lengthier oh, like sign-up process because oh. <laughs> a lot of them are like just, oh, yeah, what's the name of your show? What's your yeah. uh, RSS URL? Okay, yeah. you're in. Yeah, you're in. Uh, they just need a lot more than what we've already provided yeah. to every other place. Well, if you got time. Uh, welcome to No Hugging, No Learning. What up? It's the show about one thing. Watching Seinfeld for the first time. I'm Tim Murphy. And I'm Ted Hollowell. And uh, I do want to mention, if you're joining us from Reddit, uh, we've been getting a lot of uh, nice feedback. Anywhere Seinfeld is mentioned or, or podcast Wait, or something. we're getting good feedback yeah, from, from Reddit? from Reddit, amazingly enough. Not as many downvotes as you might think. But uh, so there, was a, there was just on, a, on the podcasts, there's a podcast subreddit and a podcasts subreddit. This is the plural podcast. Is that like... Is that like the divide between R, me, underscore, IRL, and and R, me, IRL? No, I don't think so. Um, I I don't know what each There's just a divide somewhere, and they just branched off. There's one like, we're going to be podcasts, and we're going to be podcasts. The one may be more about if you are a podcaster and you want to start, then you do the non-plural one, and then podcast is if you want to find podcasts. You know what I mean? That's still sounds... I, don't, I don't separate them too much. But someone asked about niche podcasts, and someone said, Signcast is great. They dissect every episode of Seinfeld. And I said, hey, if you miss Signcast, <laughs> since they just completed the series, uh, and then I explained our thing. I'm a lifelong fan. Just started a podcast with a guy who'd never seen an episode. So check us out. And he said, um, uh, oh, nice. This sounds great. Just added to my feed. I've listened Woo! to several episodes now. And by the way, this was last night. So 10 hours ago, I've listened to several episodes now, and I'm definitely a well, fan. Last night, as we were recording this, 
Oh right, yeah, yeah. So, Last night, yeah. from this moment right now at uh, eleven fifteen on the on Labor Day, yeah. twenty eighteen. I've listened to several episodes now, and I'm definitely a fan. You guys have great chemistry too. Hell so yeah! What's, thanks what's, for catching up. What's this guy's name on Reddit? Can we shout him out? Imaginary underscore redditor, and it might be two underscores. I can't tell, but hopefully Under- he's doesn't have anything up on Gone Wild. He or she? That, I don't know. I'm not going to assume his gender. It kind of sounds like a throwaway account. I'm not going to lie. It does. Yeah, very well. Might Imaginary be. redditor. Th- <laughs> thank you, though. Yeah, uh, seriously. For <laughs> saying we have great chemistry, we appreciate it, and so yeah, uh, this. Uh, episode we are talking about the statue season two episode six it aired april 11th 1991 what was in tv guide jerry thinks a friend stole his statue but doesn't know how to get it back yeah this is a classic episode i i when you read the description last week i was like what's going on but no, then really? it, it immediately started coming back <laughs> you, yeah. you just remembered it like as yeah, soon as you started yeah, watching I saw it, it i was like oh yeah, yeah this is yeah. a good one yeah um, by the way i'm negative one year eight months and nine days old at the time of airing I'm still about to turn 10 in a few months. Do you want, like, so the I'm actual URL in. that I'm finding, like... Yeah, you can give it okay. to me later. Yeah. <laughs> right, so you could like, so see can exactly how... Thing, it, yeah. Instead of, like, yeah, I think I'm 9. I'm about to be 10. <laughs> yeah, and then I always screw it up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, all right, we start with the stand-up bit as usual. Uh, did you understand any of this, Ted? Uh, yeah, yeah. You got this. Um, because yeah, the like publishers... The su- sweepstakes companies and, like, the publisher's clearinghouse. Yes. Uh, well, it, my... Like, yeah, my grandma. I don't think she ever entered them, but she always got the stuff yeah. from them. And like, I'm surprised I, that you, as young as you are, remember because the, they stopped sending these things. I thought a million years ago. Oh you know? no, no. Oh, I, okay. I think it was within the last ten years. Yeah. Okay. Um. But I mean, they always had uh, the commercials on yeah, daytime the TV. Sure. My grandma was a huge uh, daytime soap fan. She yeah. would always watch uh, The Bold and the Beautiful and The Young and the Restless. Uh-huh. I I keep. I always get Young and the Restless confused with Young and the Reckless, which is like the Rob Deerdeck like skate brand right, 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 that right. never took off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, she was a big fan of like those two, and I just remember like seeing uh, the commercials of like they're just going to bring a giant check to your door, and if you're not home, you don't win or something. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I imagine they'd come back, but I don't know the the envelopes. <laughs> he's talking about specifically the envelopes. Yeah, which yeah, came yeah. Every quarter, it seemed like maybe you monthly. may have already won. Yeah, you oh, may yeah. have already won ten million dollars, yeah. and they had Ed McMahon's well, face on them. We the get, great, Do you we remember get, him, Ed McMahon? I remember Ed McMahon. Yeah, okay. yeah, we get those all the time for like local car dealerships that are oh, run that yes. are running like sales it's like yeah here's a key if you bring it in and it unlocks this door you may win this i'm like yeah i'm not i'm not gonna go in you know what's great about this so we do a lot of car dealerships uh like live broadcasts as radio people and um in when i in the previous city i lived in i'd get those for the car dealership that i did Uh these broadcasts at and each time you brought in the ad the the base that you won was five bucks five dollar coins Oh yeah. So I'd bring it. I'm like, hey, I got this in the mail. I was like, like, f- wait, like, like five, hey, like five golden dollars. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Actually. I know. So I would bring I, it in, but in, and so the, <laughs> the idea is you bring it in and say, well, you didn't win because here's the numbers that are winners, oh, yeah. and then and then they hopefully sell you a car. But they weren't, you know, I was just there to work. I was like, can I still have the five bucks? They were like, sure. It's yeah. like, sweet. So every time I had a live <laughs> broadcast there, I made an extra five bucks. That happened to me once, um, but. It was the dealership that's literally like 20 miles away. Oh, man. And I go out there and I want a $5 Walmart gift card. And I'm yeah. like, I spent more in gas yeah, to yeah. get out here <laughs> to claim that. You. That's how they get you. Um, but I, I uh, you know, it, this was kind of a funny take on the like, I, you know, I like the absurdity of not even close. You didn't win. <laughs> you, yeah. yeah so. <laughs> T- turn it over and what, what does it say? You're a loser. Yeah, you're yeah. A loser. yeah we checked. We, no one has ever <laughs> been far away, farther away from winning the prize than you. Uh, but I guess the scam with Publishers Clearinghouse was they were like, hey, if you order some magazines, you might have a better chance of winning. So is that, that, was is that the, what it was? That's what it was. Yeah, okay. yeah. They were like, every magazine subscription you order is a new is an entry, is an additional entry or something like that. I don't know. Some, yeah. Okay. I was even too young to be actually getting them in the mail, but I definitely remember seeing them. So. Yeah. Uh, all right. Now we're in the apartment. George is just chilling on the couch, I guess, while Jerry and Kramer have gone do- down to a-, a storage area to bring back a box that Jerry's grandfather left him when he passed away that his parents didn't yeah. want. Just a big cardboard box that just yeah. says Seinfeld on yep. the side. And I'm guessing, I don't know if Kramer was just like, rooting around the basement and he's like oh jerry jerry (laughs) is this yours yeah can i have it yeah i don't know that's my Um, guess but at at this time uh whenever i was watching it at my house i'm watching it on hulu and uh my fiance grace is getting ready to leave to uh go work on school stuff 
And I, I've said it before in previous episodes, but she's watching through the entire run of Friends. Yeah. And they're like bringing this box in the door, and I just yell into her, Pivot! Pivot! <laughs> yeah. And I, I got a, a nice laugh out of her, so that, that felt good. Yeah, yeah, because they do run into the door, yeah. and he has to yell something similar to Kramer <laughs> like that. Yeah, so. Um, and uh, th- there's old man clothes in there, which is what Kramer wears. I mean, that's kind of interesting. It's his wardrobe, so yeah. he's very interested in those. And not to mention, uh, in addition to the clothes, there's a statue. Yeah, what was this? What was this I statue? A, I think it's just a MacGuffin, you know, something that you know, a just what? A random, you know, like just, uh, just it, it could look like anything. I don't think it's any special. What is sort a MacGuffin? Of, it's like a literary. Uh, now you're gonna ask me to explain <laughs> it. Um, it's like a literary term for a inconsequential plot point. I think it's just something they needed. So not quite a red herring, but right, right, okay. right. Yeah. Okay, um, I gotcha. So, it, I, I, correct me if I'm wrong, at no hugging, if I've gotten <laughs> the, the definition of MacGuffin completely wrong. It's just something to move the plot ahead, like this is just a little thing that they needed. All right. Um, and so, it looks exactly like a statue that George um, uh, had as a kid and broke when he was using it as a microphone at his parents' house. And it was the most disappointing day, he, the most he's ever disappointed his parents. They were so devastated that this statue broke. Oh, like I like I <laughs> smashed the Ten Commandments, he said. Yeah. Which yeah. was hilarious. I and um what he was saying that he broke it whenever he was a kid he was using it as a microphone or pretending it was a yeah. microphone as he was singing MacArthur Park right is that a musical is that a song it is what we're, what I'm learning on this run through and we're just on episode six of season two is that George has terrible taste in music potentially <laughs> Jerry too because his suggestion was lemon tree remember in the last episode yeah. for lemon tree they listened to just the worst folk music. <laughs> That ever came out of like AM Gold Radio, you know. Oh, I mean, God. they they so uh, it was. <laughs> I was introduced to MacArthur Park through the Weird Al song Jurassic Park. Are you familiar with that Jurassic Park? No. Jurassic. Okay, well, I didn't know about that song until that Weird Al parody of Jurassic Park, which is on Alapalooza, I believe, the Alapalooza album, um, <laughs> and, uh, came out uh, when Jurassic Park came out, so ninety four, okay, something like that. Uh, and it, it's a song about. A guy, so the the where George lost and threw the microphone was there's a there's a high note. I'll never see that recipe again. <laughs> oh no! It's uh, it's just a weird song. It's uh, it's like MacArthur Park is lonely in the dark. Someone left a cake out in the rain. It's a it's a not a okay. good song. It's a okay. it's a really awful. It's a bad song. All but right. it's, you know, just one of those songs from history. Yeah, uh, I did read that the other song he was gonna be singing was Summertime Blues, which is a cool rockabilly song. But um, they changed it after the you know after the script was written to MacArthur Park. Uh, All right, maybe it's funnier. But we know that blame, George has, blame Tom Sharonis, I guess. Yeah, uh, I think Larry Charles wrote this episode. But yeah, maybe, he? maybe okay. it was a directorial choice. Like, maybe. let's do MacArthur Park. That's funnier because you guys like <laughs> awful music. I like uh, the, the only song George has mentioned that I like that he's mentioned is uh, "How Do You Solve a Problem Like Maria." But it's definitely not a cool <laughs> song. They have uncool taste in music. Yeah, it's appearing right yeah. now. Just the little that we know. Yeah, especially for being in the early '90s. There's yeah. there's a lot of stuff that they could yeah. rather be listening to. Yeah, you guys aren't listening to. Uh, I, I can't. I don't know. <laughs> I was gonna try to pull out a, Weird Al. Weird Al was around. I just mentioned Jeez. him. You guys would be listening to Weird Al. So, but uh, but I guess this was when he was a kid. So MacArthur Park was probably on the radio at the time. Oh, an interesting little note. We you know as far as their ages go. Right. George wants a statue to get in the good back in the good graces of his parents. Kramer just likes the statue. Yeah. And Kramer to to decide who gets the statue. Kramer yeah. wants to play Potato Man. Uh, don't ask me what Potato is Man this, is. Is this like uh, <laughs> let, let's shoot, shoot for it? I'll shoot you for it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I with just did. The, with my yeah, you, like, let's shoot for yeah, it. Yeah, um, I think so. I don't know what Potato Man is, but it, he held out his hand. Yeah, it, it looked like he was going to go for like some form of like rock, paper, scissors. Yeah, because it was just like a, a like bolted up fist. Yeah. And I'm gonna, oh, I'm gonna sneeze. Oh, I think it, I think it's gone. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, balled up fist. And uh, George is like, "No, I'm not gonna play Potato Man." Like they kind of take a beat, and George is like, "Inka Dinka." Inka Dinka. I'm like, "What the hell is Inka Dinka?" <laughs> yeah, I've I never heard of it either. But it's it's uh it's just like uh eeny meeny miny mo. Yeah. Yeah. And I I thought that I I just wrote down I'm like was eeny meeny miny mo copyrighted? Yeah. Or something. Maybe, maybe it was. Like I I got the same feeling I do whenever uh like I'm watching any show and it's someone's birthday and then they make their own yeah, happy yeah, birthday song yeah. like Futurama did all that time ago. Uh, it was right. like what day is today? <laughs> it's Nibbler's birthday. 
What a day for a birthday. Uh, Let's all have some cake. And I'm like, why would they bother doing that? That's why restaurants had to make their own, like, happy, happy birthday from Applebee's to you. Yeah, because it's a public performance. Well, no, the song Happy Birthday. Was copyrighted, yeah. Yeah, I I think it still is copyrighted. It might have ran out. I, it's been a long time. I don't know. I, I haven't looked it up in a while, but for a long time, like when they sing to you in a restaurant, that's a public performance. So every time they did that, they couldn't sing Happy Birthday. Really? Yeah, or they have oh to pay God. licensing. Yeah, yeah, because it, uh, uh, it was, yeah. So that's why Happy, Happy Birthday from Applebee's to you. We wish it was our <laughs> birthday so we could party too. Uh, that's why they did that instead of singing Happy Birthday because, you know, like when you see a cover band, bars should be paying for all those performances of copywritten songs and they probably don't yeah but um i remember when i was in a band we were at a bar they were like you have to put on the poster that you only play ascap or bmi licensed songs and i was like oh my god we're not doing that we're not putting that we did but i'm sure that that bar was it was a little mexican restaurant there were five people there i'm sure they were not paying uh any licensing fee but anyway um yeah so maybe eeny meeny my was or maybe it was just a funny i'd never heard it before but um ink a dink a bottle of ink Cork fell out and you sting. What? And then there was more to it that I don't remember. Yeah. Yeah. Something about kissing a girl. I don't know. But uh, then George is it, which you would think it would be good. But um, I guess I always thought that it was bad. Well, that's what George thinks, and that's yeah. the truth, because Jerry goes, oh, no, you, it's wannabe. He wants George to have the statue, so yeah. uh, he lets it slide. Um, and he's like, you owe me one, because it is bad. But Yeah. yeah. But... um. Kramer's like digging. He's still digging like through the yeah. box of grandpa clothes. And he says he looks like Joe Friday in Dragnet. Yeah, yeah. No clue who Joe Friday is. I've heard of Dragnet. Yeah, yeah. It, I'm guessing Joe Friday's a character. In... I think he's just the star. Yeah, okay. the head detective. Is, is, is he like the, the actor's name or is that the character's name? That was the character's name. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But then he does, uh, what's the what's the Dragnet sound? Is that the... Yeah, yeah. Is that it? Does he do that? He does, okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. I But yeah. I was... Um, I, I wasn't hearing it as much as I was reading it on the captions. Yeah. So it was uh, D-U-H hyphen, D-U-H hyphen. I'm like, duh, 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 duh. <laughs> pretty close, pretty close. I guess. Uh, so then we're back to the apartment, and oh, this writer friend that Elaine uh, was mentioning, Rava. Oh, uh, is uh, Jerry wants someone to clean the apartment, and she says her writer friend Rava has a boyfriend. Named Ray. Named Ray. Yeah, yeah who, who goes will, to Columbia yeah, grad Columbia school. Columbia grad school and will... Clean, clean the apartment for him. Apartment. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I wanted to ask you this: Is Rava an actress that I should know, or is it just is I she just an extra? Not, not an just, extra. Yeah, but. I, I did not recognize her, and I don't think she's. You know, I think uh, um, she did some TV work previous to this. Okay, but nothing huge. Yeah, okay, no, not not famous. Not famous by any means. Boyfriend, not a- famous at least either. up to this point, I guess. Right. Okay. I mean, this is I think the only thing she's ever done. Oh really? Of note, I oh, think. Okay. I don't know. I don't. <laughs> anyway, I don't know. And the, or Ray's not famous either. Uh, not that I. Uh, not that I See, recognize. But he looks. He has a look of a famous guy, right? Doesn't he, he looks like Tom Hanks' brother or something? Like yeah, he he looks yeah. like he should be somebody. Like Ron Hanks, like Kevin <laughs> Farley. Like we have Ron Hanks and we have all the Baldwin what, brothers. What, you ri- know? what rhymes with Tom? I thought uh, Ron was close R- enough. Ron Hanks. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. yeah Ron Hanks is probably the best we're going to get. Um, and he he talks really weird. He has like... Yeah. A, I would find this really annoying. <laughs> yeah. Jerry I, uh... is tolerates it a lot more than I think I would. I <laughs> yeah. thought, you know, I, I think he'd be a lot more like, this is stupid. <laughs> you know, I like the guy that talks like this is the same kind of person that goes, you're all winners. Oh, at God. A, yeah. At a, In the last episode. At a marathon. Yeah. 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 This person is deserving of Jerry's ire and to be made fun of by him, but he doesn't, you know, I guess yeah. maybe because he's cleaning his house. I uh, I just wrote down, Ray comes in and I can't tell if he's British, jokingly formal or a little of both. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it's like jokingly formal, but kind of like just being an actor, you know, I guess. But he's also... He's also got that uh, delivery of someone who is going to... Wait, is Columbia Ivy League? I think so. Yeah, he's got the delivery of someone who's going... Shows how much we know. I know. We were not... We didn't go to Ivy League school. <laughs> anyway, uh, someone who's going to grad school at an Ivy League school. He, he's, he talks like yeah. he's intellectual. Right, right. So... But overly so. Overly yeah, I mean, intellectual. It's, it's like medieval. He's speaking as if he's in medieval yeah, yeah. times for some reason. All the time. I mean, like, that's the gag. Um, so I don't know. And I like his, uh, David Letterman jacket that, that jacket to me is like the kind that David Letterman would be in for like late show promos back in the day. Um, but it's also similar to Jerry's one jacket that we've seen, you know, that varsity style jacket, yeah. obviously very big at the time. If you're putting together a norm core wardrobe, you have to have one of these Letterman style jackets. Absolutely. It's, it's more important. I would say than a members only jacket. 
You think so? Oh, definitely. I don't uh, know. So far as we've seen, I haven't seen one members. Well, maybe George wore members only, Jack. Is that why we I, started talking about it? Somebody um, was wearing one in the episode with Lane's dad. Maybe. I don't. Maybe. I think George might have been wearing one. I don't know how we started talking about members yeah. only. It was probably just an extension of norm core, but I feel I, like I, I feel like George oh, might have been wearing one. You know what it was? It was uh, I was just pointing out that my grandpa used to yeah, have a members only jacket. Right. By the way, but I think that came up for a reason. Yeah. But anyway, uh, by the way, I was digging through my grandpa's closet to yeah. try and find this members only jacket. I, I don't think it exists. Still not anymore. there. Still haven't found it. I, I, I don't think I will find it. I, oh, I think it's I been see, thrown away. Yeah. For years you mentioned now. it was held together with duct tape. And yeah. Stuff, so, <laughs> um, and so everyone leaves the apartment. He's going to clean it. Then where you got a stand-up bit uh, that I really identified with, uh, in a way, I don't have a maid, but when someone's cleaning when you're home and you feel bad, like having to lift your feet and that they have to clean up your mess right in front of you, that's the way I feel when anyone is performing a service in my house. If someone's there, like we rent, so we have workmen coming in, you know, yeah. when something breaks. Do you have and... like people coming in to like clean ever? No, no, or... no. I've never okay. had a maid. Probably, okay. well, I would love one. Believe me, but yeah. no, we just let our house. Uh, Please, I don't have any kids, and I'd love a maid. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, we just have a dog, and it, Jerry it's just has hair all over. A postage stamp, and he wants a maid. Yeah. So you know, it's it's something everybody wants, but when anyone's performing any service, when someone's working on a water heater or a air conditioner recently in my place like i just hate when it, someone like oh i should yeah. know how to do this probably i don't know why you're here yeah, you know i i'll try to stay out of your way i, I don't like watching tv when you're when they're there yeah. i'll like pick up a magazine because yeah. i don't want them to judge what i'm watching well, i'm like sitting on my butt watching tv while they're working with their hands for a living yeah well at least uh what do what do you and sarah typically do with the kids while you guys are at work you have daycare yes. and people to watch them right right we just have a dog, yeah. and we don't take him to like doggy daycare yeah. or anything through the day. We just let him nap on the couch. So if anyone's coming into our apartment, we have to make special arrangements for someone to watch uh, watch the dog, yeah. or I have to bring him to work yeah. with me because I don't want to leave him there with these people that he doesn't know that right. are like just making a bunch of noise and working on like something in our apartment. Because uh, I don't know, like, if he'll get nervous or anything. I don't know if he'll cry or bark. Yeah. So, but what about when someone's working on the house and you're there? How do you feel? Uh, that's never happened. That never happened. No, oh, okay. like anytime they've been there to work on something, yeah. I've always been at work. Like yeah. my landlord's like, oh yeah, they'll come in like whenever, whenever you're working or something, so you don't have to. I never uh, know what to do. I, I just never know, I know what to do. Like, am I supposed to watch you do this, or is it is it cool if I go upstairs, yeah. or what am I? You know, I just never know what I'm supposed to do. Um, so I really like that. And then uh, you know, and then Jerry, as a maid, I thought was hilarious too. Like. Oh, you can't you can't do this. You can't dust. Oh, dusting's too oh, hard. Oh, this is too huh? hard for you. I thought that was just that was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that'd yeah. probably be me too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, any anytime like I'm picking up like just clumps of like dog hair yeah. off our floor, yeah. I'll like look at my uh, fiance and I'll just be like, "This is it's a clear black strip of hair <laughs> yeah, yeah. on our brown carpet." Just yeah. And, and I mean, we're both at fault, obviously. Exactly, exactly. But that, that's yeah. just the way I deal with things. I just like, oh, come on. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I'm the same way with Sarah. And she, to me. Uh, <laughs> so now we're back in the apartment. Ray is a great cleaner. He's cleaned places. Jerry, uh, first of all, how did he know to look there? But also, um, you know, he's done stuff like Windex the peephole. He got the little one inch space between the refrigerator <laughs> and the counter. I mean, he's just cleaned everything. He was great. Yeah, Jerry's just straight gushing yeah. about like the yeah. job he did, and so uh, they're then they're on the way to rob us. That's really all that happens in this scene, I think. Right, unless you had anything else. That's no, that's yeah. it's it. It's very short. It was a pretty yeah. short scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I guess he wants to go to rob us to maybe thank him for it. True, but I, I want to point this out before we move on to Rava's. This is the third straight scene that we haven't left Jerry's apartment. I noticed that too. We open on Jerry's apartment, yeah. then we get. Uh, an outside transition of his apartment building yep. back into his apartment. Then we get a stand-up scene, and then we're back in his apartment. I noticed that too. I was wondering when we were going to leave. I, it oh was, my we, lord! We had to have reached the ha the halfway point at this point, right? I thought so. I, yeah, we were only like six minutes into oh, the episode. Oh, okay. Wow. Which Random. I which I think goes back to uh, like me thinking this episode seemed very long. Mm. Uh, mm. At least a as lot, I, at least as I was a, watching it, they certainly got a lot done. And, yeah, I think so. And there's a lot of interaction between the four principals, which I really liked. Because this is the first episode that really stuck out to me where all four were interacting at the same time for yeah. long periods of time. I yeah. mean, we've had we've certainly had them all in the same room, but this one they were all working as one group, you know. Yeah, the four I main think principals, so. I feel yeah. like. There is another thing where this episode is the first uh, for something. We'll get into okay. it later because right. Jerry brings it up. All right. Well, now we're at Rava's place and... They're just talking about the manuscript and stuff like that. And then Jerry sees 
the statue. Yeah. Well, um, uh, before that, Ray comes in. Ray is noticeably caught off guard yes. immediately yeah, by yeah. even the sight of Jerry and Elaine. And then what? I think he goes in to get the tea or something, and Jerry sees it. Yeah, is he right? obviously has, uh, I think, a day job in addition to cleaning. Yeah. and going to school, and he's run ragged by his yeah, absolutely awful dark girlfriend writer. Oh yeah, so God. he's probably paying all like all the bills. I'm guessing at this point, but but she's a promising <laughs> young talent, so you know he's betting on her, and and they have what. <laughs> What they both seem to think is a great relationship. So, uh, I gu- but I, I guess I, he's yeah. tired, and Rob immediately puts him to work getting the tea and stuff like that. Yeah. So and the pastries and the pastries. Yeah, yeah. But at least it gets him out of the room. So, well, yeah. What is what does Ray say? J- I mean, Jerry's saying he's like, yeah, thank you for cleaning the apartment. It's such a great job. Yeah. And what does Ray say? He's like, oh, it wasn't just an apartment cleaning. It was a celebrate. It was a, a ceremony, celebra- a yeah. celebration <laughs> of life. Yeah, yeah. What in the hell? Well, then, is this dude talking about? Then Jerry says a line that Elaine echoes later on, and I don't know what it means. Are, shouldn't you be out on a ledge somewhere? I the only reason I kind of like picked up on that is like okay because he's being very Shakespearean, yeah. Because he's almost like delivering a speech, yes. Uh, and so is that he, he's making like very grand gestures? It's a celebration of life, yeah. So I guess like shouting from the rooftops, yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I think yeah. anyway. I, that, that's the that's the way I. That's the only explanation I would have for it. Yeah, the only the other explanation I have is like you would jump off a ledge. So is this like is he always <laughs> talking like he's about to jump off a building? I don't think so. I don't think quite that. <laughs> because I think, I think that's the way <laughs> Elaine kind of meant it later on. I yes, I think that's the way she meant it. Yeah, because she says it uh, like, shouldn't you be out on a ledge? Yeah. where Jerry's like. Shouldn't you be out on a ledge or something? Yeah, because I mean, he's delivering this grand speech, but Rava is being very cynical. Ledge or something. Yeah, yeah and then Elaine says it kind of in the same way, but like mockingly so. Like, yeah. shouldn't you be out on a ledge somewhere <laughs> as, as sort of like the last nail? And like she knows the relationship is is over now, so she might as well get in a great last word. And, exactly, and that was it. So but, it's it's like the the line before the hero kills somebody in like I some guess, action movie. Yeah, yeah. I guess you're right because Rava at the moment that Elaine delivers a line later is being very dramatic about we have the greatest love and you want us to she's being very over you know, oh, melodramatic yeah. i'll say melodramatic yeah and they're just obviously like painting is, so. her as like the yeah. villain because how many times did that guy at you know what we're, we're skipping way we ahead. are but this is an important joke <laughs> because i get jokes yeah. i think how i many, think i get jokes but this one i didn't get yeah. how many times did the guy in the elevator ask her would you put out that yeah. cigarette yeah, yeah. so they're clearly painting her to be like the person in the wrong right here. right right yeah yeah so all right so thank you for explaining that that to <laughs> Go, me going back yeah, to going rava's back apartment for the first place, time yeah. um <laughs> and he if only he could have texted kramer covertly or george or something like that but instead he has to call yeah j- just like snap a pic to them yeah like, yeah like yeah, oh my God. Yo, yeah group text yo wtf is this our statue yeah, yeah. george is like ah because or something not remembering the end of this episode i was like maybe george went in and took it or something or maybe yeah, yeah. i was like i didn't uh uh, yeah, um, but he can't, so he calls Kramer, but then she comes back in the room before Kramer can go in, and which is hilarious. Like he wastes so much time. Like Kramer, it's Jerry. Yes, Jerry from across the hall, Jerry Seinfeld, which is hilarious. And and, you, and that's going to be kind of we're hearing the other side of a running gag on the show when people pick up the phone. There's going to be a lot of panicked phone calls, and there's always the same hilarious response from someone on the other end. We're hearing the B side, which I've never, which I I. Didn't know we ever got before, but I don't want to ruin the joke for you for when we do get it. But we're hearing the okay. other end of we're hearing the other end of the thing. I was just thinking like th- this is a very Kramer thing to do. Yeah, like, yeah. How many times is he over in Jerry's apartment? Like, Jerry, who? Yeah, yeah. Which it, is funny. You know? Which is funny. Like, he yes, probably, Jerry Seinfeld. He probably knows a lot of Jerry's. We know, like Kramer <laughs> has like a cast a cavalcade of characters that he's been involved with. So you know, it's funny. Like Jerry probably thinks that he's the center of Kramer's universe, but Kramer has a huge universe. You know, so but Jerry, but all the four principals think they're all the center of the universe. So it, you know. It, it's they're playing to type playing yeah. to type and so rava catches jerry on the phone jerry immediately switches it to no mom you dip the toast in the, the batter, batter then you put it on it, the griddle <laughs> <laughs> she forgot how to make french toast yeah uh, you, you know mothers what are you gonna do what is yeah. Ra- rava says something he's like my mother my, abandoned yeah. us when we were when, when i was a child when yeah. we were six and she's like all seven of us yeah. i hope she's rotting in an alley I'm like jesus and then i loved uh my mom moved to Florida. Uh, 
She's got one of those uh, condos. Just a, just, hilarious, just a very funny exchange there. Like because yeah, we have Rava and Ray are both very melodramatic. It's 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 kind of it's a very funny just running one, gag. Just too. one of them super positive, one yeah. of them super negative. Exactly, exactly. And then um, then they they have to leave. Oh, Jerry forgot. I, they, well, they, they want a jet because they want to get this uh, statue thing figured out as soon as possible. Yeah, and what what Jerry says? Uh, no, Elaine says something like, "I'll see you tomorrow morning." Yeah, and Ray comes back with, "Oh, how about dinner?" Yeah. And Jerry's like, I don't eat dinner. Dinner, for, Dinner's for suckers. I love that line, too. Jesus. Yeah, dinner's for suckers. Uh, because he's you know angry at Ray at this point because he's 99% sure that's his statue. Yeah. <laughs> um, so now we're back at the apartment. The big four are in. This is one, one of the great. The big four. I, that's, uh, that's what I wrote down. I was like, this, the big four are all in the mix. <laughs> I mean, I loved the way this was written and the way it was uh, filmed. I mean, just I, I just love this interaction for them. Uh, and then Jerry calls to see you know he calls ray they'd finally decide to see if that's it, that is his statue and he wanted to ask him about the statue yeah um and they he's like well i can't talk about it right now and then but jerry did you hear what he said let's what? meet at the you know the restaurant near my house oh yeah yeah this is this is what i was going to tell you this yeah. is the first episode where they refer to the diner coffee shop whatever yeah. as monks there we saw last is. week yeah. that it was the first time we saw signage for monks yeah and we spent like 10 minutes trying to figure out where, where that, that door was is. we still don't know no i have yeah. no idea it's an imaginary entrance it's like narnia yeah yeah <laughs> uh, but this is the first time jerry refers to it as monks that, that coffee shop near his house yeah um and there's lots of great synchronized physical bits in this episode i loved when jerry and elaine are like face-to-face in a huddle, and then he comes in to ask him a question about the tea, and they both stand up straight, and then the second he's gone, they turn right back towards each other, and there was another great one in this one with the phone, them yelling about the phone while Jerry's yeah. on. Yeah. It, it goes back to uh, Kramer and George arguing over the statue. Now yeah, they're arguing yeah. over the phone, like, no, 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 and Elaine's like, Elaine, I think, ha- ends up getting the phone in the middle, yeah. and George and Kramer are just like still like shouting back and forth, yeah. but quietly because jerry's on the phone just and then also um elaine asked them a question asked jerry and george a question right before she leaves i don't remember what it was but they also have a great synchronized no or something like that <laughs> just just great little synchronized physical bits that that i liked in this episode oh, uh, anything man. else for this one uh it's just um whenever uh jerry's saying he is going to go to monks to meet up with ray elaine just wants them all to drop it yeah. because she doesn't want to risk losing her job as this is a, as head a editor promotion yeah, on yeah. Uh, Rava's book. Right, because she is like doing grunt work, as we know, but this young, promising talent has asked her specifically, yeah. like, to told the publisher, Elaine will edit my manuscript. Yes. Like, she's got to, which yeah, that, be that's a huge, huge, yeah. uh, a, a huge, like, boost in yeah. Elaine's career, it's which step. we know she doesn't yeah. have a good job yeah, yeah. currently. Exactly. Uh, so <laughs> now we're in monks and there's a little sting set up with George eavesdropping in on the conversation with Ray and Jerry. And, um, oh, you know, I meant to look this up. Uh, well, let, well, let's talk about the, the scene first. Um, D- Ray has a, a story where he got this from a pawn shop. Like yeah. He, and I forget why he couldn't even tell rava about it i guess because he bought it with this the the money he yeah i'm gets. guessing it was a gift for rava because he said he bought it from a pawn shop in chinatown with the money he made from cleaning apartments yeah. so I, i'm guessing it was supposed to be a gift but if it's a gift why do you have it out in your living room yeah. for everyone to see and maybe he wasn't supposed to maybe he's not supposed to spend his money that he makes cleaning houses on decor like that i don't know yeah i guess but Again, why do you have it out in the living room for everyone to see? Yeah. Obviously, she's going to notice it. But then again, their apartment was if, very cluttered. Yeah. If it was, you notice that like it was yeah, stuff yeah. It everywhere. Didn't look like a cool, hip, young author's apartment. No. I mean, it, it looks like not, an old lady's apartment. Yeah. At least not what we know a cool, young, hip author's apartment to be. Who live in New in York 2018. City? Yeah. I mean, so maybe cool, hip, young authors. Oof. Maybe this is normcore decorating. Maybe Ted, uh, this is normcore de- normcore decor. Then again, a, a norm cool, decor. No, norm decor. <laughs> norm decor. Then again, a cool, young, hip author's apartment in New York City in 2018 is a studio with a mattress on the floor yeah, and an exposed yeah. radiator. Some IKEA furniture, Unfortunately, maybe. but yeah. I think that's the case. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right, but maybe not one that's as promising. I don't know. I feel like it should have looked cooler, <laughs> yeah, but there's doilies absolutely. everywhere. And But I don't know if it was a gift for Rava so much as he's not supposed to spend his maybe, money on things yeah, like yeah. that and that he just, you know, 
he told her a story about it or whatever. But then he comes up with some... We never really get the final answer about whether he stole the statue or not, right? I mean, he did, I no, guess, right? No. Well, before we get to... Uh, before we get to like Ray and Jerry and George, everyone like going back and forth and freaking out. Yeah, I, I did like the callback of George is like, "Oh, you're such a wuss." Yeah, did you catch that? Did you just call George, me a wuss? And yeah, J- and Ray, and Ray the- is like, "I'm sorry, what?" Yeah. And George's like, "I'm at a lus." I said, I'm "I said I'm at a lus." lus. Yeah, <laughs> I was hoping he'd make the face again. Did you call me a wuss? Did you call me a wuss? <laughs> but he did. But I did love that callback. Uh, here's another thing. I, so he's like. Um, well, yeah, why didn't you take me down to the pawn shop where you got it? He's like, well, I would, but he moved to Singapore. Uh, the owner of the pawn shop moved to Singapore. And uh, uh, I had it, to look it, just, it just sounds like a very, very convenient excuse. Yeah. Oh, well, I, I'd take you there, but the owner moved to Singapore. Yeah. And I, I mean, I, I can have him uh, s- send me a copy of the receipt, but I, I mean, he's in Singapore. And yeah. He retired. Except, by the way, he doesn't say copy. Did you know what he? Did no, you know, what did he say? Photostat. What I is guess a photostat? I, I had to look this up, and this is something that we talked about a couple episodes ago with the the word polo and stuff like that. Um, so we talked about it in the last was photostat episode. Photostat a brand? Photostat was the early 1900s. I'm talking like 1910, 1920 oh version of a photocopier. It used projection. It was a projection photocopy on like special paper. So. Um and, and oh uh, boy, they're really is, pushing it with these references that now. Is, well, it fits in with this guy's character because he talks like he's from a different era. So of course he wouldn't say Xerox yeah. or copy. He'd say Photostat because Photostat wound up becoming a genericization. There was a Photostat company, but there were lots of projection copier companies. But everyone just ended up calling him Photostats. I'd like to. So it fits in with this guy's using, you know, yeah. as Jerry calls him here, verbose, overly verbose style. I guess I'd like to look up archaic references. I'd like to look up like the Google trend of like the word Photostat, photostat just yeah. to see like uh, the downward trend of like people stopping. Yeah. Well, uh, it would the have use been of the word very early because Xerox came around and started making electrostatic copies, Ooh. and then Xerox itself became a generic term for yeah. that kind of copy. But before. The Xerox style of copy became a thing. Photostat was a thing. Like, oh, just make a photostat of it. So a guy that talks with all these archaic terms um, I, and anachronisms. I, I can have him send me a photostat yeah, of the receipts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, But Jerry didn't stop him and go, I don't know what that is. But I, I mean, just by context clues, you can guess what it is. But I just found it interesting. <laughs> there was another instance of genericization uh, in, in the show. So, um, yeah, and uh, it ends uh, with really no resolve. There's no resolution. No. Uh, oh, he, th- he thinks that Jerry is trying to break him and Rava up. You want Rava. And he's like, no, she's yeah, too you, cheery you, for yeah, me. Yeah, you, you want her for yourself yeah, yeah. don't you oh my god <laughs> and what is uh uh yeah jerry's like no she's a little too cheery for me ray comes back with she's from finland yeah, yeah. like uh, okay is everyone from finland this grim it's is that a, what he's saying it's a stereotype that the scandinavian countries are you know i mean you've heard of like swedish death metal right yeah yeah I guess. everyone from scandinavian countries are um overly dark you know it's like a very all right, you all know, right. it's cold all the time <laughs> it's I think always there are dark parts i think where, isn't it i think so yeah i think there are parts where the oh, sun no. doesn't come up like like and so uh you know it's a typically they're a typical dark people that's the joke about them that, <laughs> okay. you know. but are they neutral i was always under the impression as a kid that switzerland was the only true neutral country is, no. well, is Finland really? Well, all right, that's homework I've, then. We'll do no that. clue. We'll do, we'll is, do is, Finland, is, Finland is Finland a neutral country? Yeah, let us Jot know. that down. I'm going to put it down for next week. All right. Look up Finland's neutrality. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, George is freaking out. Yeah. And he stands up. He gets in Ray's face. Ray stands up. Gets yeah. in. Well, George is trying to get in Ray's face. But as Ray stands up, George realizes he's in his torso. Yeah, yeah. Because Ray is so much You're taller than George. You're very angry. And, and what does George say? He's like, okay, yeah. That was bound to happen. Yeah, it was <laughs> bound to happen. Sits right back down. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was bound to happen. Uh, but I don't think we ever get any resolution. So, I mean, do you think he stole the statue? I think he did. Uh, see, I thought he sounded very sincere yeah. in this moment. Uh, because... Instead of like just storming out, yeah. he, he says to Jerry, uh, if you'd like to call and apologize, you know my number. Uh-huh. And I'm like, if he's call, if he's saying like, if he's putting out like the invitation to continue like having contact with Jerry, mm. then I, I think there might be like uh, some sincerity to him saying that he didn't steal the statue. Yeah. Well, in- instead of just storming out, I can't believe these accusations and slamming the door. He also wants money for cleaning houses. Yeah. And so if it turns out that he's stealing from these houses, too, and that gets out, well, that business is is gone. True. You know? Yeah. Um, well, do we know, did Jerry pay him? 
I'm sure he did. I mean, it was never point. mentioned. Yeah, yeah. But uh, maybe it was before or after. But yeah, I'm sure he. I'm sure he did. You okay, you don't get it for free. Um, I mean, that's what I assumed. I yeah. assumed he was paying him, but they they never mentioned any monetary figure yeah. or any mention of compensation yeah. to Ray. Yeah, I'm sure he did. Yeah, he does it for money. Um, so now we're at uh, Pendant Publishing at an elevator with Rava, who is smoking, and Elaine. Um, and they're about to go up and seal the deal for Elaine to work with Rava. And yeah. what? Uh, Elaine's like, did you guys go out last night? Rava's like, no, we made love on the floor like two animals. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You. Which gets some glances from, you know, I mean, uh, which is which is kind of funny. But, um, but instead, they just end up in a big argument about... Uh, yeah, because Elaine statue. originally doesn't want to get involved with it. And then yeah. we get... This weird screen wipe. Yeah. Uh, from the bottom to the top, I'm guessing to show off like, oh, the elevator's at a higher floor right. now. And there's a floor number next to the elevator. Yeah. Every time the door opens and someone gets out, we get a little bit more of yeah, the... Yeah, I, I think first one we're at is like 21 or something, and then it opens again and we're at 28. Uh-huh. And then it opens again, and there's no number, so I think... Uh, oh, were you at the lobby? Yeah, we, uh, we're, like, we're back down, down to the lobby. Okay, yeah. Well, no, they, they were going up oh. originally, and then... Oh, Yeah, and then Elaine, whenever she comes back out, and the elevator's empty, empty and she throws the manuscript in the garbage, right. I think she came back down to the lobby. That means Rava got out to talk to the head of yeah. publishing, whatever, and yeah. Elaine which, went back down. Yeah, yeah, which, I mean, it's not like Elaine is totally, like screwing herself in this some like young up-and-coming author who completely loses her editor mm-hmm. that's gonna really set back the process of this book being published yeah i guess unless pendant can just go all right well here's another editor you know that the, true i'm sure yes. they had someone they were going to assign but she was going to yeah. pull for elaine yes but also elaine had like an her notes for the entire book already laid yeah, out yeah that's gonna like take a, gonna, another like uh, maybe like a month or so but yeah, if Pendant just assigns a new editor, right? Because they're just going to have to read the book, read it again, go over notes, go yeah, over it again. That's you true. Know, Elaine had that already. Yeah, so she at least is getting the upper hand in a little way. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. That's true. That's true. I didn't think about that. That is great. Um, so and she does. Elaine does deliver the line that we mentioned earlier. Shouldn't be out on a ledge somewhere when yeah. Rob is being very melodramatic. She accuses Elaine of wanting to break them up as well. Yeah, um, uh, Elaine. If, like Either of them are this great catch, you know? <laughs> yeah. The, they're arguing back and forth. Um, Elaine is saying, oh, it was a pretty big coincidence. Yeah, And yeah. what, Rob is like, no, it was a coincidence. There are only coincidences. There are no big coincidences or small coincidences. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I, I, I want to get what you think. Are there, like, big and small coincidences? There are degrees of coincidence. Oh, absolutely. Yes. I, I, and for an author to say there's not is like, oh, so if you were writing a book, someone finding a matching sock in the drawer coming from the dryer yeah you know, like it obviously means nothing that's right? as big as you know the <laughs> some other huge coincidence that i can't think of then, yeah yeah of course not <laughs> yeah of course there are degrees of coincidence anything else about the elevator scene uh, elaine comes back down and throws out the manuscript obviously having lost the gig yeah um, no i think that's everything yeah the okay, then we're back anyway. in the apartment george is breaking the news to his mom that now <laughs> He doesn't have the statue that he told her he did have. Yeah. And that means she's not no, going to make the potatoes. No, this doesn't have to affect the potatoes. <laughs> yeah, which I liked. He was looking forward to those potatoes. Um, and um, what, I don't have anything else written down besides George breaking it to his mom here. Uh, I did really like the line of uh, once George is off the phone, he's like, this whole encounter has made me more cynical, more bitter, and more jaded. <laughs> yeah. Jerry's like, really? George's like, Sure, why not? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is funny because he's the most cynical, jaded person in the in the entire series, and so the fact that it's pushed him just a little bit further. Um, and is this where is this where does Kramer say? Do you want to get him? Where was that all happening? That was that a couple scenes yes, ago. Yes, that okay. was a couple scenes so, ago. Yeah. That was in the initial scene where they decide to call him. Yeah, way back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was so, where. Yeah, because I, I wrote down. Uh, Jerry called the cop. Oh yeah, he called the cops first in yeah. that scene before he called Ray. Yeah, another yeah. one do. Yeah, and Kramer's like, uh, it cuts back to him three separate times. He's like, should we get him? You want to get Come, him? Comes back to him. I think. Or do you want to get him? Yeah. Last time is I think, I think we, we should, should get, get him. him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is fu- it's funny just how like Kramer goes to some dark places. Yeah. Judging from hell. this episode and the next episode we're going to talk about, um, but uh, he goes to the apartment in his old man 
suit, which yeah. I love that, yeah. that he was wearing the clothes <laughs> that he took from Jerry earlier. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we, we get the fade into Rob's apartment. Ray is admiring the statue. Yeah, I don't know, was he, was he dusting it or was he just looking at it? I think he might have just been looking just at it. Looking yeah, at maybe he weird. wipes off some okay. sludge. I don't know. Um, but Kramer bursts in. He's like, police, open up. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, he's just wearing uh, the fedora, yeah. the blazer, the suspenders, just immediately uh, shoves Ray up against the wall. Yeah. He's like, you're wanted for theft and, and grand and, larceny, yeah. murder, murder. Yeah. And I thought it was interesting, uh, even though, like I said, yeah, I think Ray's very sincere because uh, that's what I was thinking in that scene. In this scene, uh, the only thing Ray reacts to is murder. Yeah. So he's obviously not reacting to, uh-huh, oh, okay, yeah. yeah, grand theft, robbery. Okay, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Because maybe if he's doing it to Jerry, he might be taking stuff from other apartments, you know? Yeah. 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 So it's like, and maybe okay, that's why I'm, he was I'm so caught. Shocked initially, been like, Jerry and Elaine are here. Uh, what a. And then he has to change his demeanor. <laughs> Pleasant surprise! Yeah. You know? So maybe that's why he was like, oh no, Jerry's going to yeah. see the thing. You, I think originally he thought Jerry knew. Whenever he, whenever Ray first came in the door, he thought Jerry was there to, hey, did you uh, by chance take yeah, my statue? Yeah, he stole it. Yeah, yeah. But when Jerry, but when Jerry is like, oh, I just wanted to say how great yes. the cleaning job yeah. was. Yeah, and then he's like, oh, maybe Jerry hasn't seen it yet. Yeah, and I can keep distracting them with tea and stuff like that. So, so yeah, I think I think it, we're landing on that he's he stole the statue and yeah. left it out on the mantle, assuming Jerry would never see it, and Elaine has no idea what it is. So. But yeah, Kramer yeah. Kramer bursts in. He just straight up steals the statue yeah. back. Yeah, and as soon as he has it in his bag, he's like, I'm gonna let you off with a warning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then he, he leaves. <laughs> uh, and it was a great little bit from Kramer there. Then we're back in the apartment and. The inevitable happens. Yeah, uh, Kramer plops his bag down on the table, oh, hands yeah, the yeah. statue over to George, and George is like, "This to ha- what, what does he say? Like, this, I, I'm so happy." And uh, I don't even remember what yeah, he says. Yeah, I don't remember specifically. But, but we, we yeah. know we know what happens. What we can know- I ever do to repay you or something like that? Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. we know what's coming. George is holding the statue out in front of him in both of his hands, yeah. which is why I think this is weird. Kramer just gently slaps him on the back. Yeah. He's like, "We'll think of something," and George just loses yeah. into, like all grip of the statue <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not, not only drops it but this thing shoots forward like six forward. feet yeah like yeah. we'll think of something and oh no and, breaks. and yeah, yeah. he doesn't drop this thing he throws this thing yeah yeah it he, was he didn't want to keep a hold of this statue <laughs> it was very um it, it was you know it was more like maybe playing to the back like it had to be exaggerated oh so I we're guess. getting more theater more after theater jason craft. alexander yeah, yeah. I think more theater craft. You know, it had to be exaggerated. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. I think exactly right. Um, but I mean, the the from the second the statue made its debut, you knew it was going to be broken by the end of the uh, episode, right? <laughs> He's just laughing at our synchronized whoa. whoa. Yeah. Yes. Um, but it was telegraphed very early on that this statue was not going to survive the episode. You know. Yeah. Uh, it had it had but to end like I, that. I was definitely waiting. For because uh, we've seen like Kramer be the buffoon before. Yeah, I was definitely waiting for him to pull the statue out of the bag, and Jerry to be like, "Oh yeah, I found this the other day." Oh, that yeah, and, that would have been and, great and too. And it yeah. was just like in a cupboard or something that no one thought to check. Right, and I thought I thought the exact same thing. I thought when George put it in front of the microwave, someone's one is going to open the microwave and the door would knock yeah. it off somehow. It, it would break that way, but yeah, yeah. But this is uh, now the statue is oh, gone for good. Man. Yeah. One last little stand-up bit about security and how we avoid being, uh, you know, stolen from and stuff like that, which I thought was hilarious. I almost wish it was longer. I wish he had more examples of this. I wonder if there is a longer bit. Yeah, like th- that this, this was somewhere. actually kind of funny. Like yeah. when you're going to the beach, you want to hide your wallet, so you put it in your shoe. Everybody so you, does you, it. You put it all the way up by your by your toe. And it's like, oh, no one's gonna check yeah, up there. They They're gonna the check heel. the heel and move, move on. on. Yeah, that was, <laughs> everyone does it. That's just like such great observational humor. It's like, oh, I had no idea everybody did that. <laughs> Finally, someone's saying it out loud and making it funny. Um, so, see, I'll what I'll do if I know I don't need it. Yeah, and I'm totally like outing myself with yeah. this. I'll like just keep it in my car. I'll yeah. like hide it in like no, my center there. console, yeah. my glove box. I'll lock my car. It's out of sight. Yeah, and like no one can get to it. Right. I feel like going to the beach, especially in like a bigger city, is more of an ordeal. You know, you park in a parking garage somewhere really far away and you're like yeah. all right well if i want a snow cone i don't want to walk back <laughs> out we're spoiled here near lake erie where you you're we, we park five 
steps from the beach. The beach yeah. yeah. So like, you can, you're, you're still parking yeah. on sand. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I have a feeling it's a little bit more of an or- ordeal. And I think I've been to beaches like that too, where all right, bring everything you need because yeah. you know if you do see, want some concessions, if you want to yeah. get a Nathan's hot dog down at Coney Island, uh, see, we're not only, going all the way back to the car. Only time I've been to like a beach in like a bigger city, we had a rental beach house on the beachfront. Yeah, right. And there wasn't, like, a boardwalk there, but there were boardwalks, like, nearby. Yeah. But we didn't go to the beach there. We just went to the boardwalk. Right. So we were in, like, full clothes. We weren't in, like, a swimsuit or anything. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, so I, I wish this were longer. I'd love to hear all the f- other funny examples of ways we pretend that we're safe and hide things, you know, and, yeah. and stuff like that. But uh, maybe there is a longer bit somewhere. That's all I have for this episode, except that good news, you know, 23 million people tuned in to this oh episode. Yeah, so we're back after the paltry <laughs> 16 million or whatever from the phone message that uh, really solidified NBC's renewing of Seinfeld and ordering the back half of season two. But it'll still be... I think until season three that we get before we get a full 22, 24 episode season. This yeah. one is only going to be yeah, like I think 12, se- right? I think season yeah. three is 22 so episodes. So we're more than, yeah. more than halfway through. Do we have any more homework other than finding out whether uh, Finland fi- Finland's is truly neutrality? neutral? No, not that I know of unless you're okay. here's something we messed up. You know, maybe you have a different uh, interpretation of shouldn't you be out on a ledge somewhere? Yeah, if I think we settled if, on what was funny about it if, enough. If you've ever heard of Potato Fist potato or Inka Dinka. Potato Man, yeah. Uh, potato Fist, <laughs> yeah, yeah, let us know. Yeah, send us an email, nohuggingnolearningshow at gmail.com. Hit us up on Twitter at nohugging. Give us a nice rate, review, subscribe on Apple Podcasts yes. because we are on there now. I've got to go I've got to do that. I have, a, I have an Apple account. We, 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 have, we have one five-star review from... From my fiance yes, Grace, and well, it was it was you. because I asked to see your phone and opened up Apple Podcasts <laughs> to see if we were on there, and yeah. I just scrolled down and hit the five star. I'm like, here you go. That's I'm everyone done. else's homework tonight. So I'm going to write a great. I'm going to write yeah. a very verbose. Yeah, yeah but I, I'm going to write. Shouldn't these shouldn't these guys be out on a ledge somewhere? <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I've said this in previous episodes talking about future listeners. But it just it feels so good now that we're finally yeah. on Apple Podcasts that I can say this. If you leave us a five star review. Uh, we may send you a no hugging, no learning sticker. We'll give you a shout out on the show and you can like reach out to us. Give us like your mailing address. We'll send you something. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. I got to get those printed now. I got to advertise the show now. <laughs> uh, try Reddit. They love us. Yeah, I guess. Uh, thank you. Okay. Thank you. Reddit. Thank you. Our <laughs> podcast and our podcasts. Um, the revenge is the next episode. Season two, episode <laughs> seven. It aired April 18th, 1991. What's it about? George seeks revenge on his ex-boss for not rehiring him. Oh, whoa, whoa. I typed this wrong. I I just copied this over from uh, the Hulu description. And I I know it says for not rehiring him. Yeah. But I typed for not retiring him. Retiring him. (laughs) So George seeks... Oh, my gosh. George George seeks revenge on his ex-boss for not rehiring him. I think this episode is one that people have said... That you are going to be shocked by the actions of oh okay. at least Costanza. How so? But just, just yeah, you know, I don't want to ruin it for you. Okay, I, but I, I think it's one that people have told. Like when when people fa- people in our office found out that Ted had not seen Seinfeld, they're like, "Wait, do you see this episode? Wait, do you see this episode? <laughs> this is one of those episodes." Um, but although I don't know how bad it is, so we'll we'll see what you think next week. And like, also, like shocking bad or shocking good. Shocking bad. Like, just oh, how no. evil these people can be sometimes, I think. Unless oh, unless, okay. unless other people saw things in the episode that I didn't, if it's the one I'm thinking of. Because the Hulu thumbnail shows Jerry getting revenge on somebody that's not mentioned in the little example here. So yeah. um, that'll be fun, too. So everybody's getting revenge next week. Yeah, I guess. I, d- I didn't really pay much attention to the, to the thumbnail yeah. yet. Okay, so that's it for No Hugging, No yeah. Learning. Oh, that, that's not it? No, that's it. Oh, that's it. I was for- agreeing with you. Okay, so for No Hugging, No Learning, I'm Tim Murphy. <laughs> I'm Ted Hollowell. <laughs> <laughs>